It's time to make some magic. Joining us now, the magic man himself, radio play-by-play announcer, Jake Chapman on In The Zone. Yes, indeed. Jake Chapman, radio voice of the Orlando Magic, joins us right now. Man that we were hanging out with at the arena last night. Just another Magic dub. You realize, Jake, that we have done now uh, 16 regular season games at the Kia Center so far this year. And we have only had to discuss three losses when they are completed. When you start to wrap your head around that, I mean, our jobs are kind of easy over in that building. No, I've been playing the song a lot, haven't I? Yeah, we've almost a, every time. We've had, a of, we've had a lot of dancing pizza, and we've had a lot of day after, 50% off pizza. It's been uh, it's been a lot of fun so far this year, BK. And I will say, I think you and I earned these post-game <laughs> shows and these broadcasts. We, put our, we, we paid our dues. Let's just leave it at that. Oh, for sure. Yeah. No, it's, uh, it's not like we don't know what the other side feels like. We'll get back... We'll get back to the magic in a second. I, I want to know your confidence level in the Browns going into Houston to take on the Texans, an interesting round one matchup. It's the Deshaun Watson Bowl with Deshaun Watson um, not on the te- uh, not on either team playing in this game, which right. makes it sort of interesting. And I guess there's a potential down the line for the Flacco Bowl if we draw the Ravens at some point. <clears throat> so... Um... I'm pretty confident. I don't know. I'm a Browns fan. Like, there's no... I get it. I just got done ranting on the Dolphins. I understand. Yeah, and you guys, that was uh, was kind of tough last night. And now, it seems even tougher. Um, No, we went in there and we beat the Houston Texans a few weeks ago. But they had Case Keenum, that quarterback. So a little bit of a different animal. Um, I feel pretty good, though. I think our defense keeps us in every game. And, I mean, Flacco has been... Somewhat magical. He throws the ball better than any Browns quarterback basically in my lifetime, which is amazing to think he was on the couch six weeks ago. But um, I'm feeling pretty good, and, you know, I'm sort of glossed over that Cincinnati game yesterday. That was just stay healthy and uh, try to have everybody intact. And we've dealt with so many injuries so far this year. It's like um, I, I, I don't feel like one injury can torpedo us. I feel like we're almost... We're almost waterproof in that way, so I feel pretty good. Yeah, it's a, it'll be a fun matchup. Mostly really good wild card round games in the NFL. I asked the question to open the show today, did a combo of last night's game against the Hawks and Friday night's win over the Denver Nuggets instill a level of confidence in Magic fans who have been skeptical of how good this team has been? I don't know if you've had the same conversations around town that I have, but it seems like most people that I talk to ask me the same question. Casual Magic fans that go, is this real? And I have to then go into like a whole soliloquy about how the team has grown over the years and all of that. But do you think that that is starting to wash away and largely thanks to what we've seen recently? Well, the weird thing is recently... <laughs> Up is down and down is up. I mean, we're the best shooting team in the league in the month of January, Brandon. <laughs> I just pulled the numbers. The entire month of December, we made 128 threes. We've already made 73 three-pointers in the month of January. Now, granted, we've had an overtime game and a double overtime game. But that's what's so strange is, like, um, I think I think one thing – let's just answer the first part. I think one thing you can – like, any casual fan can latch on to is there's a superstar – butting in front of our eyes right now. And so that's one thing that's happened over the 
um, past week or so as Paulo's just gone to a whole nother level. Call it, you know, making his case for uh, an all-star bid. Call it, you know, year two, everything's slowing down for him. He's just turning into an absolute superstar, and he's a he's a winner. Every game matters. Every second matters. He's playing 41 minutes a game in the month of January, and some of that's out of necessity because of the injuries. But the reason, you know, the reason the last few games, you know, I think to me, my eyes were opened in November, right? We, we went 11-3 and in November and beat a whole bunch of really good teams. December felt like we were kind of coming back down, you know, water finding its level. And now I'm going, okay, like, we are so banged up. It feels like a year or two ago where we have health and safety protocol reports every morning and trying to figure out who's available. And we're, we beat Denver, and then we, you know, you win in overtime, and, and you play one of the best games of the season, even though you lose against Sacramento. Um, it's just, I, I think the last couple games have been kind of random. I don't think we're going to make 17 threes every game, but I think it does speak to the character of the team and the depth of the roster where you got guys like Caleb Houston and Tumo KK starting, and you're still able to win games. So um, I think get Franz back and see how we're playing in February. And if you're not a believer, um, then, you know, obviously, it, hopefully at that point, everything's kind of completely coming together. And then you'll have a full, what, 50, 60 games to look at as, as evidence. So February is the time where we get to say you either believe or you don't. There's no sitting well, on the I, fence. I, I, To me, I don't think, I mean, I don't understand why somebody wouldn't at least be like, okay, this isn't, this wasn't a fluke six game win streak like last season where there was still a whole bunch of work to do. Like, you know, we're, we're in the top half of the Eastern Conference and it's January. I mean, yeah, like we're, we're getting to the midway point of the season. I think you can absolutely buy into this. That's right. Magic of the four seed right now. Uh, Three way tie with the Cleveland Cavaliers and New York Knicks. We're talking to Jake Chapman, Magic Radio Voice. Talked about Palo hitting that next gear. Can you feel that as you're calling the game? I mean, I'm sure that it's just a different level of emotion, connection to every single play. You're not casually watching this stuff. You're living every single moment of it on the call. Can you feel that change, that that next gear that Palo has hit as you're calling the games over the last week or so where you just feel like something is really set in for him? Yeah, it's an interesting question because, uh, I mean, I, I feel like every game is kind of um, the same and that I'm just completely locked in from, you know, from from the beginning. I mean, it's just every single shot and possession is everything um, when you're doing that. But it, it is. I mean, you know, Franz went down and then Poe went down in that same game, that Sacramento game, and it felt like, you know, the sky was falling and I can't believe this is happening, not the both of them in the same game. And then he was back two minutes later. Um, and played one of the best games of his life, scored 40 points in that one, 43, um, but you end up losing. But, like, I, with Franz down, everything is on Paolo's shoulders right now. And so the last couple of nights, that's been the game plan. I mean, you know, no offense to everybody else, but we're, we're t- it's Paolo and a bunch of guys right now. And, and Jalen's playing great. Cole is fighting through his injury. Um, Mo Wagner, like, the – the bench guys and everybody who's out there right now is fighting and and rowing in the same direction. Um, but this is you know this is Paolo's team 100 percent without Franz Wagner to take that pressure off him. It all lies on his shoulders. So um, the guy has you know he's never he's never failed to amaze me. I mean he just keeps on taking it to the next level. And right now I think what the most amazing thing is is you're seeing that playmaking. Um, 
really sort of ascend for him. He's t- it seems like the game is slowing down, and whereas you know before it was like the scoring load was the sort of one, two, and three thing you were asking for him. Now it's like, dude, you got the ball in your hands and you got to do everything, and and he's executing. And not to mention, um, he's getting steals. He's had three steals the last two games. He's just he's just rising to the occasion on both ends of the floor, and it just shows you like. This is early January NBA basketball. We haven't reached the midway point yet. It's really easy in some of these games for guys to say, we have eight guys available tonight. You know, I'm just going to go out there and do my thing, and, and whatever happens, happens. Every single second of every game matters to that guy, and I think that's really unique for a 21-year-old. Absolutely, and uh, you can feel it when you're watching him. You and I have not had a chance to discuss this yet, so we'll wrap with the Shaq jersey retirement topic here. I'm all for it. It's received mixed reviews from fans. People I've talked to around the building here go, what are the Magic doing? Simple question. Should you retire a jersey if 100% of the fans or close to it aren't on board? Yeah, I think, I mean, I don't, it's 2024. 100% of people aren't on board with anything. Perfect right? answer. <laughs> Wrap it right there. <laughs> I mean, like, um, there's, I, I can understand people having mixed opinions, especially people who were here back then and might have taken the way he left. Um, personally but look man type heals all wounds in hindsight like there's there was the organization before Shaq arrived and the organization after Shaq arrived and I think that's all you need to say um he absolutely put us on the map and if and at some point there was going to be that first jersey that went up and he whenever that happened he needed to be the first one so um no time like the present 35th anniversary season Uh, I think it'll be a lot of fun. That'll be such a good time, February 13th against the Oklahoma City Thunder. But up next, it's the Minnesota Timberwolves tomorrow night. we got pregame starting at 6.30, tip-off at 7. Jake Chapman will be on the call for that one live from Kia Center. I'll see you tomorrow, my friend. You got it. Thanks, bud. Jake Chapman does an incredible job night to night with this team. You can join me and thousands of other users over at Better Edge Experience.